signed Derrick Rose. Can't. Not rookie of the year, Derrick Rose. No. I lost Derrick Rose on the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, I have a question. What's up? If my Bulls are eliminated, can I adopt a favorable team to yeah, of course. the playoffs? Of course. As long okay. as Miami Heat, you can. As long as it's the Clippers, of course. It is It is going to be the New York Knickerbockers. Wow. I love it. I want the New York Knickerbockers to just... Plot twist! <laughs> do it. Wow. So it's going to be the Clippers. Can I, can I tell you, like, honestly, the, clip, the, the Knicks could actually go to the second round this year i think they could actually go to the second round i think so looking at the standings i mean here's my problem my problem with the Knicks is they play great defense is where does our offense come from because last night when the clippers were able to stop julius randall they were able to stop the knicks now they weren't able to stop julius randall all night therein lies the problem julius randall is a thick body boy <laughs> who has a ball handle and a good mid-range shot boy he is he is a point forward esque player. Like he really is. So a shooting guard. Oh no, not a shooting guard. A point forward. A big guy who can run the off. You can run the just, offense through. A big guy it, who can pass, shoot, and dribble. Basically, so you like this is shit like this where people are finding it hard to um, follow basketball still because now they're hybriding the positions, man. Yeah. Well, there it there is there I, I, is no there is no means positionless basketball. Right, mm-hmm. like the t- when I say terms like point forward and you know combo guard, when you hear the words like combo guard and point forward and point center and all this kind of stuff, it's all just their generalities made about a, a certain player who plays a position in a positionless way, like a Julius Randle, you know, mm-hmm. like a guy like Ben Simmons who is six ten but plays the point guard position because that's what his natural position is. You know right. what I mean? Right, and and for the folks keeping score at home, what CV pretty much just said is we're playing prison rules. We're playing prison. They're playing prison rules. I mean, actually, <laughs> actually, I will say the Knicks and the and the Clippers game last night, they were actually letting them play, and in the Boston Miami game last night, they were letting them play too, which yeah. I I'm all here for. That was a great game too. I mean, listen, the Knicks are only only have one game lead over Atlanta and Miami, so if they can keep the four seed. That'd be huge. No one, the three, the one, two, three in the East is locked. So there's a lot of movement going on. Miami plays Boston twice. I think we play the 76ers and the Bucks. The season ends next week, right? Yeah, this is the last full week of the season. This this week is the this last week, week is the last full Guess, week. Of the okay. Season. Guess who's going to the Clippers game tomorrow? Because TV doesn't want to be my date. I don't want to be your day. I told you I'm not going to Clippers. Wow. I have no well, vested interest. Well, I am. So I am. Okay. So let's let let's let's look at it this would, because I know I know Jaime's gonna want to touch on this. <laughs> I really hope the Raptors uh lose tomorrow. They have like nobody playing. It's the G League. If the fucking Clippers lose, I swear to God, I would jump over the bridge. I would I'll literally jump. <laughs> yeah, they should absolutely they should it's absolutely against destroy the G tomorrow. League Raptors. If we fucking lose, I swear to God. <laughs> you should absolutely destroy the Raptors. Um, do you see this report about J. Cole um gonna go play basketball in Rwanda? In an African league? Did you see that? No, I didn't, but that's cool, though. Did y'all see DK Metcalf ran a 100-meter sprint in like a, in a pre-Olympic event? Is he already that, showcasing? Or is he competing, he got, competing? He's competing, competing. He got ninth. 
and he's never run a race before in his life professionally. He got ninth. Out of how many? I don't know anything about track and field, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't. He placed. It doesn't even matter. Like, who cares out of how many? Out of 10, it doesn't even matter. Okay, I mean, that's still second to last, though. Okay, but here's, here's the thing. The guy he's that, huge. He's made of muscle. That's, that's probably that, why he's that's, slow. that's my point. The guy that won yeah. is like 5'8 and 180 pounds. Maybe. Maybe. Uh-huh. Okay, Metcalf is 6'4, 229 pounds. Was, was this only American? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He ran, he ran a 10, three, six at the hundred meter sprint. That's wild. Which is up once again for being at six foot four, 229 pounds. It's so he's trying to qualify absurd. to make the national team. Yeah. That's what he's trying to do. That's yeah. pretty dope though. The guy oh. that, so he ran a 10, three, six, the guy that won the race ran a 10, one, one. Dude, not even in what's wrong with baseball, but I just miss the multiple, uh, sport an athlete can do. I me just too. Miss it. I miss it, dude. Me, me too. And as a fight fan, I've caught a lot of flack for this because, to be perfectly honest, I don't hate guys going to boxing from MMA. I don't hate it. Who I think, hates that? Who I think, hates that? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The pe- reason why people don't like it is because the first person to ever actually do it successfully was Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor did it while he was a two division champion in the UFC and held up two divisions while he did that while he made a hundred million dollars not fighting for his championships that's why people don't like it but listen a lot of boxers have tried mma a lot of other athletes i've heard i told you before herschel walker decided to do mma at 40 years old for some godforsaken reason and was just murking people <laughs> that was uh <laughs> murking people yeah <laughs> hi mate if you ever want to get a laugh go look up herschel walker mma highlights <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. But listen, I, listen. I think stuff like this is great. Even like what you said about J. Cole being a musician and wants to go play basketball. I think J. Cole can hoop. Why not? No, you know what I want? Um, you know how Ice Cube started the Big Three League mm-hmm. about like less than uh, five years ago? Like, yeah. It's between three and five. I think it's like two, three yeah. years ago we started it. Um, and I haven't seen it since, but you know what? I wouldn't be mad if like celebrities and like retired dudes played with each other. Yeah. They had, um, they had two seasons and then 2020, obviously nothing's happened now. 2021 is like trying to be mini. No, but like, I would love to see J Cole, you know, dap up with, um, I I watched throw throw me, throw me any legend. I watched, James yeah, I mean, Worthy. I would, James Worthy, Shaq. I mean, listen, I would love to see two chains. Listen, yeah, I would chains. love to see that. Bro, I like, I like two chains. He get, you know who was the first rapper I saw come out in the scene who I knew who could ball? Two chains was a Division One recruit. Yeah, right? just a world I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but like watching um, MTV shit as a teenager, the first rapper I saw who could ball his ass off was Mike Jones. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, dude. When Mike Jones he came up on the too. scene, he was he played like Iverson. Oh, like, sure. to tell you the truth, yeah. dude played small guard. Yeah, small guard, crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Quavo can play. Quavo's an athlete. I know Quavo can play. Quavo yeah. can play. Um, who else? Well, listen. One of my favorite things, not forget about even celebrities, because don't get me wrong, I let I watched the celebrity all star game like during all star week for the NBA. I love that. I don't know what they did with the whole two on two thing this year. I don't think that really worked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
one of my favorite things to watch in the summertime was always the Drew League. Like, you see these guys from the NBA, and some of these guys are just literally street hoopers. That's how they make their money. They just play in these, you know, pro-am yeah. leagues. And yeah, these and, leagues. I didn't and won. And so won if you and ever want to see some of the best basketball, go watch, like, Kevin Durant or James Harden playing in the Drew League. Bro, so much fun. Because there's, there's no, first of all, obviously, they play more physically because it's not NBA fouls, right? Yeah. And no yeah. guy in a rec center is going to go foul Kevin Durant or James Harden because they're not idiots. For the most part. <laughs> and dude, they just get pockets. And it's just like it's the most free flowing basketball game. Like there's no, you know, like there's no offenses being ran or anything like that. There's no playbooks. Nobody's running a zone defense. It's just literally the best guys on the planet. Just playing raw. raw it's, the, it's the best pickup games in the world. Literally. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So was hell. Hey, I got a uh, hot take question because what's that? To bring in, uh, you were talking a little bit of fighting. We were talking about um, multiple like, sports crossovers. Yeah. Um, how do we re? <laughs> how do we resurrect Nate Robinson? How do we bring him back from the dead? You don't like what league can we stick up in so he could like become like you know one of those fan favorites again? You have to have him fight kids. <laughs> we don't, I, which, which is illegal, right, so we can't soccer, do that. Sock on never step boppers. Okay. Like robots. All right. So <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, not trying to give any credit to Jake Paul. I'm not yeah, at all are. whatsoever. No. Yeah, no. It's okay. Why did Nate Robinson step in the ring? Is my Be, question. Because he age. came with the he came with the Knicks colors. That was his first mistake. Listen, yeah. Nate Robinson's <laughs> a great athlete. I just think. He underestimated that Logan Paul's actually been training for boxing for a legitimate like six Paul. to eight months. Jake Paul, whatever his name is, Logan's Lo- yeah, his brother, man. Logan's Logan's his brother who's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Got your hat. Got your hat. Got your hat. I can't believe he actually did that. He is. He listen. Jake Paul is smart in that aspect. He's really good at being a troll. Am he, I the only one who thinks like this is for TV? It is. Of for course, TV. it's for TV. What, it's all, what do you mean? This is all for TV. This is all for this. You know how much money's gonna so- make. God, Bro, how much listen, money they're gonna make? Listen, it's you. You're no one is sitting here talking about what a morally, you know, just man Jake Paul is, right? Like he's out here to make money, and that's the way he does it. He's playing, you know, a villain. You know that. Listen, WWE has been doing this for decades now, right? He's a heel. He's a heel. That's he's playing the heel to a. You're not wrong. To a T, and of course it's for money. What do you mean? He just got—he <laughs> just made a million dollars knocking out Ben Askren in forty-five seconds. What are you talking about? Of course it's for money. What do you mean? Apparently his brother's fighting Floyd Mayweather for a lot more money, like a lot more money. I forgot what the number was, but I think it's a like a, it's, I think it's like a hundred million something. I don't like even that. want to know. I think Logan. I, I think, really. Don't. I think Logan Paul's like making fifty million, no matter what happens if he loses. But think about it. Like, wouldn't you do that? I would do that. I would go let Floyd Mayweather kick my ass for fifty million dollars. Well, I take dive. I'm, I'm gonna take no, no, I'm gonna try to kill him. I'm gonna try to take, take, take. I'm gonna try to take his head off. Don't get me wrong. You, I'm gonna get my ass worked. You're gonna get your fucking head taken off by a hit. Yeah, that's by, fine. By money, money, money That's cool. Man. That's cool. I mean, I'll take the check too. I'll take the million. Dive. Fuck that. I'll take 50 the dive. million. Hey, man. So anyway, we were talking about how Jaime's options right now in the first round of the playoffs are either play Damian Lillard or play LeBron James. I'm asking which one he'd rather do. I want Portland first because yeah, I want I, I want I want the Lakers. Um, I want that a sweet sweet victory. <laughs> the one thing that Greeny was talking on Get Up this morning, um, 
that how the Lakers keep slipping and facing a one and done against Golden State when Golden State's riding the hot hand right now is not a good idea. What is your take on that, gentlemen? It's not a good idea. It's 100% not a good idea. Here's here's the thing. The Golden State does not have a great team as they used to. Stephen Curry is a matchup mismatch for every single team in the NBA right now outside of Portland. That's literally how I feel. I literally feel like outside of Damian Lillard, I don't know if there's anybody that can guard Steph Curry straight up. And I don't think Damian Lillard can do it that well either, honestly. He's way too hot right now. And you want to avoid playing them as much as possible. So I was just telling Jaime, like, oh, yeah. the West is so nuts right now, and there can be a lot of movement between 7 and 5 and between mm-hmm. 1 and 2. I mean, mm-hmm. 4 and 2, excuse me. So... I'm on the brink of elimination. I don't even think I'm going to make it. Who? Bulls are. You need to win all. You need to win the rest of your games. You you basically need to lose. Correct. You basically need to win the rest of your games and you need Indiana to lose the rest of your games. The Heat's way more wide. The Heat's way more wide of the Heat. You're in. Way more wide open. Yeah, we're in, but we play Boston again tomorrow night, I think. And we need to win that game. And we play the Bucs and the 76ers. So we need to win all those games, basically. If if we do that, we could actually get to the fifth or fourth seed, depending on how the Knicks do. So no what one's talking about the Knicks a four. No one's talking about Atlanta. Atlanta is. I feel like Atlanta is this year kind of like what they were. It's the dark horse. No, they're not the dark horse. You remember in like 2009, 2010, 2011 when Atlanta had those teams with like Kyle Corver and Paul Millsap was an out was an all star. They had Jeff Teague there who was an all star one year. Did they have Jefferson too? No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else. They, they, Disregard that. Do you remember like Atlanta had like a 60 win season one year? Uh huh. And then got bounced in the first round, but to the uh, you know, and no, in the second round by the Heat in the playoffs. Yeah. But they were the first seed. That's the way I feel about this Atlanta team. Like, they're a great regular season team, but they're not going to be a team in a five-game series. That series went, like, five or six games. They're they're not being the Knicks right now in a five-game series or a seven-game series. That's not happening. I don't care who you are. There's no way you're picking Atlanta in that series the way the Knicks have been playing this year. The Knicks are a favorite. They are a favorite because they have the best defense in the East. If – they play Atlanta in the first round. They're going in the second round. It's happening. If they're playing the Heat, they're not going in the second round. It's that simple. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Because do you know? You who, guys are practically you know, identical. Do you know who's a great matchup for Julius Randle on defense? Bam Adebayo. Fantastic matchup. I'll take that. And I'll take my Jimmy Butler and Victor Oladipo. And... Duncan Robinson and Goran Dragic and Tyler. There's just Miami. You'd be facing the Bucks again, dude. What are you talking about? Right. That's why I want. That's why I want the fifth seed and play the Knicks in the first round instead of the Bucks in the first round. I don't know. I'll co sign it. You don't I'll know about that. It. You're telling me you're you were telling me if you're Eric Spolster in the Miami Heat, you would rather play Giannis in the Bucks in the first round as opposed to the New York Knickerbockers. Is that really what you're telling me right now? The Milwaukee Bucks can be more exposed on defense, and you've done it before. I have faith in you. That is true. I, I, I really think Milwaukee could execute the same mistakes they did last season. Do you know really what I want? What I want to happen is I want Atlanta to lose the rest of their games this year. 
Yeah, it's tough for me to say that. You guys are tied. I want Miami to get the fifth seed. I want Boston to have the sixth seed. I want Atlanta to have the seventh seed. And then I want Boston to play Milwaukee in the first round, beat them, and then we'll beat Boston in the second round. That's what I'd like to see. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> please and thank you. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Please, and then please. who'd be who is a favorite out of the West that is not the LA Clippers? Like my Suns. favorite my favorite dark horse, the Phoenix Suns. Suns. They're real. They're super real. Chris Paul is still a very efficient point is guard. This, is this still one of the best Chris point Paul's guards last ride. Yes. Really? Really. Yeah. This is his last ride. I mean, listen, if they can keep this thing going in Phoenix another year and you can let Devin Booker develop more, and Devin Booker's a bad dude. A bad dude. That dude is a menace to society. He He's a bucket. He's a walking bucket. DeAndre, if you can get DeAndre Aiden one more year to grow and develop, great. But if, you're, if I'm CP3, I'm thinking this is my last chance. We're playing great. We're second seed in a packed Western Conference. We got to take this thing to the house. Like we have to. Utah has done this the last couple of years where they're a one or two seed and they flop in the playoffs. So you got to strike where the iron's hot. And again, it's not an easy matchup. You Right now, Phoenix is playing LA, the, the Lakers, in the first round. If the season ended today, that's a tough out. Season ends today. The Lakers got to play it one and done against the Warriors. That's true. <laughs> I think if the Warriors play in, that that's going to be a problem for Utah. Period. period. I agree. But the, wait, wait. The winner of the seven and eight game gets the seven seed, right? And the winner of the nine and ten game gets the eight seed. Is that how much? Is that how I'm supposed to understand it? That was what was explained to me this morning. Okay, from what I understand. So, I, when I break down hockey, it's going to be a lot more confusing. So, <laughs> when I look at this, breaking it down right now, seven and yeah. eight, I think the Lakers win that game. I think could Steph Curry get out of town? Could Steph Curry come out and pull it out of his ass? Yes, definitely. But I think if the Lakers again, I've been saying this all season, guys, go back and check the tape. If the Lakers have a full healthy lineup and they play straight up the way the teams are constructed right now, with the Warriors not having Klay Thompson, the Lakers win that game. You are out of your mind. I'm not out of my mind. Would I like to see them lose? I see the game Maybe. being a absolute nail biter, and it's yeah. decided with a point, just in famous Steph Curry, LeBron James drama fashion. Now, um, Memphis and San Memphis and San Antonio. Listen, I think the, the Lakers are playing sloppy. They are playing very sloppy. They won a great right game now. against the won a great game against the Suns last night. Tough game against the Suns. Played way better against the Suns. W- weren't the Suns resting a lot of players? They played way better against the Suns than the Clippers did against the Knicks. Mm-hmm. All I got to say. It's going to be interesting. And honestly, on the East, like the play-in, Wizards versus the Pacers, I like I like Washington in that. Russell Westbrook is so different. Yo, give me the Hornets, bro. He's so different. Give me over, the fucking Hornets. Over the Celtics? I don't know. Maybe. Jason Tatum's playing like shit too. I mean, Jason Tatum got locked the fuck up the other night by Jimmy Butler. Yeah, man. He got absolutely locked up. They started cooking at the end though. Evan Fournier cooked us. 
cooked us for like 27 points. So it's interesting. There's just so much more talent in the West. It's just nuts. Boss is just playing like shit right now, in my opinion. I don't know. I can't even make odds of who who's going to run it in uh, the NBA. I just know the Lakers aren't repeating. Right now, if I had to call it in the end, it's probably going to be Philly and Brooklyn in the Eastern Finals in the West. Man. Which LA? Neither. Wow. Wow. We're waking up choosing violence today, huh? I always wake up and choose violence. The Suns and the Trailblazers. Mommy. I like it. No, I like that. I like that. Well, I want Damian Lillard to win a ring so damn bad. And I, I would do too, love dude. for Carmelo not, Anthony not, to win one. Not before the Clippers. Why? Because I think we deserve it more. Why? Because we've been shit all no, this time. Can I just tell you, I do think it's hilarious. The the lineup that they were running the other night was so damn funny. It was literally Rajon Rondo, Patrick <laughs> Beverly, Co- Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and DeMarcus Cousins. And I'm like, this is the most, this is possibly all dogs. The greatest shit talking lineup you could assemble in the NBA. All dogs. Pat Beverly, Rajon Rondo, and DeMarcus Cousins. And what was hilarious was I was watching the game with my brother and we were like watching intently because we were literally watching the game because it was, it was a good game. The Knicks and the Clippers, it was, it, we didn't expect it to be a good game. It was tight. Clippers, right. Clippers were down 12 at one point. Our Clippers were up 12 points. 12 at one point, and then the Knicks came back and ended up leading by like nine. But you could just see DeMarcus Cousins, Rajon Rondo, and Pat Beverly just talking the, the entire time, talking to everybody, like talking to every single player on the Knicks. It was great. It was so good. Like, best bar fight team in the NBA, 100% the Clippers. <laughs> of course. Like, best outside the club hands. 100% the Clippers. It's not even fair. Oh, God. If they still had Trez, it, it would it'd just be unfair. It'd be unfair. Like, you couldn't do it. Oh, this baby? So, I don't know. The West is wild. The West is wild. I did not fa- expect the Lakers to fall apart the way they did. It's going to be really, really interesting. But what do you mean you didn't? I, did, at least I didn't expect them. I didn't expect Anthony Davis and LeBron James both to miss, like, over a quarter of the season. Hi, man. I, it, refresh I, my memory. Hold on. Ref, wait, refresh my memory. Did I say health was going to be the lingering yeah. thing? That yeah. I remember you saying that. I remember you saying that, and you were correct about that. I'm 100. Yeah. This is what I question with pure dynasties in the NBA because it doesn't matter if you join forces or are recruited or traded. It doesn't matter. They don't make them. Like they used to. No, they don't. When it comes to these Iron Men, maybe okay? this, maybe this is just me. Even though I did think the Lakers would win the championship this year in the beginning of the season, is when they made the move to get Anthony Davis. I never thought that's a dynasty level franchise. I think it's a great move by the Lakers because you pair the best player in the league or who, one of the top players in the league in the world, LeBron James, has been for years now, with one of the the best big man in the league, the elite big man in the league. Let them do their thing. And then you build the team around Anthony Davis when LeBron James, ever, if he ever re- decides to retire. But I don't know if they can they can do a dynasty. Like, uh, How much did they ink down Anthony for his extension? I don't have the name. I have it right in front of me. If you give me two seconds, I can look it up. LeBron gets to go after this season, right? 
They only paid him for like a two-year deal. LeBron can go play wherever the hell he wants. He he could he could join some super team and say like he's not going. Why would why would he do, why would he join a super team? He has a super team in Los Angeles. Why would he? Hundred ninety million is what they is what they inked Anthony Davis for. Yeah. He's he's committed to the twenty twenty four twenty twenty five. What what's LeBron gonna do? Just do one year for the rest of his career? I mean, no, he can sign another two year deal if he wants. Okay, why not? He's the man. He's the man in LA. Like, why would? He is he is the man over what is what most no, people. Is LeBron Riley as could, a brand alone could make more money than he could with the Lakers. That's he should start his own team. He just start his own team. <laughs> the Akron Athletics. Yeah, right. And just do it. <laughs> just say Akron screw it. Athletics. I'm gonna do it myself. Fuck it, I'll do it myself. Uh, full Thanos. So what do you got? You got you got picks for the uh, conference finals. Um, I'm going to take uh battle in New York between Brooklyn and the Knicks in the East. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be poetic about it. No, that's that's a that's a fail proof safe. Listen, here's here's my thing. I picked I picked the Nets in the 76ers. Do I think that he can go to the NBA Finals? Yes. Statistically speaking, do I think it's the most the most logical thing to happen? No. I'm dead serious about Portland. I think people sleep on the Trailblazers all the time. And I think they I just are, don't trust the process. Never have. Sorry. Bro, Joel Joel Embiid <laughs> is making Joel Embiid is making a fantastic <laughs> argument against Anthony Davis to be the best big man in the league. Like Joel Embiid's a monster. And if Ben Simmons is on the floor, I mean he is the closest thing you're gonna get to a LeBron James, Matrick Johnson type player. Like a forward size player who can run your offense. The 76ers are real, but the Nets have two MVPs on their team. I just, I always love when the 76ers are favorable and then they just bottle it in the playoffs. And you know, they always find a way to bottle it as a one seed. Yeah, they always do. And you know whose fault is it going to be this time with the Sixers lose? Doc Rivers. Yep. That's bu- true. He's got a point, TV. He's got a point, TV. <laughs> Bro, after all that man did for your franchise. Wow. What, we, what did he bring? What did he, he bring he to lost. that franchise? Please Listen, tell me. I'm not sitting here and saying that people should be like applauding Doc Rivers for when he comes to the Clippers, right? Because let's be serious. Once he got to the head of basketball operations positions. Yeah, it was bad. He made some questionable decisions. Yeah, he was better of a coach, not GM. He was, yes. W- listen, when he replaced Vinny Del Negro as a coach at the Clippers, he, you guys made a serious jump in play. So I would not – if I'm a fan of the Los Angeles Clippers for whatever godforsaken reason, you'd be one of those. <laughs> one I, of those. I would not dislike Doc Rivers, but I would nor like him. I would just be right. happy. I, we we did my, get a Hall of Fame caliber coach on oh, our yeah. team. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I'm happy for what he did when he was here, but his time expired on the Houston series in 2015 where we got, yeah. he, he had to, he had to go since that day. I told him he had to go. He had to fucking go. But I'm like, I said, I, was I happy that it was in the Clippers? Yeah. Was I happy that we got to the point where we are today because of him somewhat? Yeah. But he, he questionable cause doesn't, doesn't put players that need to be playing. He, he picks favorites. I mean, Lou is doing good so far. I have I, no complaints with him. 
I mean this in no offense. I'm not trying to be funny either. The the Clippers remind me a lot of the Knicks when they don't have Paul yeah. George or Kawhi Leonard on the floor yeah. because yeah. defensively they're super sound. I agree. But when you don't have Paul George or Kawhi Leonard on the, on the court, who's scoring the ball? And even when they're on the court, who's scoring the ball? It's just exactly. the two of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Now now we got now we got people. The whole around. reason why people were saying we need to get Doc Rivers out of there is because we have, we played too much ISO ball. Y'all still play a shit ton of ISO oh, ball. Yeah, yeah. And it, don't get me wrong, it works. But but yeah, we do play. Yeah, we do play. I got I got Clippers Suns for the West. That's not a bad pick at all. I don't think they could cast it's currently seated. I don't think you can do that right now. Though they're the two and the three, so they play in the second round. No, that's over, I mean like, that's over the Lakers as the final. Oh Conference. wait, would they they would play each other? Yeah. Eventually? Finals. Right, the two and the three. Yeah, that could be possible. Yeah, Clippers Suns. If if with Clippers go and the Suns go, they're number one or third. They're third. They're not one. They might meet in the semi, if anything. That and that, that means we have, to, we have to face the Lakers. Yeah, that just that. that is honestly just one of my like least favorite things when that happens. When like seating, that's why like it really it bothers me. Like when you're seating and you have like what should be a conference final that's actually the semifinal, and then whoever wins the conference semifinal just yeah. goes on and just smacks the other team. I I don't know. I don't have the bracket in front of me, but I don't. I don't I'm pretty sure. No, I. It's it, just the numbers. It's not the bracket because they don't need. You're, this season isn't over yet. This is true. This is true. Well, we shall see, boys. Right. It's been a good season, though. I do like the fact that there's actually fans in the state in the stadiums now. People are enjoying it, and listen, the play's been great. You've seen a lot, a lot of threes being hit. I sent Esteban something today. I think Steph Curry is like 83 pointers off of Ray Allen's record. And he's played like 600 less games than Ray Allen's played up to this date. It's freaking insane. He's nowhere near done. He's insane. He is nowhere near done. Like there, what, what is the most amazing thing to me is it is for years now, for many years now, I watched Steph Curry and every season he does a play where it actually boggles my mind how he did it. (laughs) <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Like how he gets a shot, a certain shot to go in. It just he's insane. He can right. shoot from anywhere on the goddamn field. God, I wish he had Clay. If Clay Thompson's healthy, bro, the Warriors are a hot pick. The Warriors would have ran. Hot pick, bro. <clears throat> because honestly, Clay Thompson is the best shooter, not named Steph Curry. Period. Anybody got some something to say about no. that? Come see me. Nope. I'm sorry. I agree on that. I agree. Good. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. Dude, I have not watched a the only hockey that I've watched, honestly, was the Rangers getting into a fight with the Capitals the other night. That was like literally one Yo, of the first games I actually turned on crazy. and watched. Did you that's see crazy. that, Jaime? I well, I didn't see the game, but I saw like the the puck drop and they just like it was like fifteen of those motherfuckers in the penalty box. So it was hilarious. I was literally hitting golf balls my buddies last week at a driving range We're like alright let's go to the local bar to go get a beer and some food we walk in the game is literally starting the puck drops Bam. and fight starts Rangers mm-hmm. and Capitals just get into a straight up brawl, like barroom brawl 100 minutes of pe- penalty time given out in the first period hilarious God bless hockey God bless it I, I don't 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be fair. I've watched a handful of games, but I haven't been tentative to this season. Yeah, me either. Um, I don't know when elimination numbers um, are handed out, but basically the season has been settled. And, um, you know, we're basically waiting on makeup games with um, the North Division, a.k.a. Canada's division, because basically the rest is already decided between um, East, West, and uh, Central. So, um, and then the way the playoff format is going to work is that each division is seated one through four on who placed. And then the winner of those uh, four divisions are going to go play each other for the semis and then the Stanley Cup in uh, isolated Canada because um, the United States is probably going to have to uh, abide to Canada's laws for uh, travel in the playoffs. Um, But the reason why Canada is so behind is because uh, Canada's division and all things considered have been handling it poorly uh, for as it comes to uh, COVID. And um, I remember they had to shut down teams for at least like two whole weeks, probably about two or three times. Um, And they had major delays, but um, they're just waiting on one more team to claim and they have the Maple Leafs making it, Edmonton Oilers making it, Winnipeg Jets, and then um, favorable odds to the Montreal Canadiens. I'm sure that Montreal wins one more game and they punch a ticket, and Calgary cool. and Vancouver's out. But they cool, they have to play the games anyway, which is bullshit. Anyway, yeah. In the West, you right? have uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Colorado Avalanche, who is probably um, the number one favorite team to make it to the Stanley Cup. Mm. Um, Minnesota Wild and the St. Louis Blues out of the West. Okay. Um, We go East. You have uh, the Gwens doing probably the last ride with Sid the Kid. Um, Washington Caps. Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in the locals division for Central, you have the Carolina Hurricanes, um, the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Nashville Preds. Bad and beat. The other favored team that caught fire over these fat past few months is uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. So um, right now, by the power rankings, that's that's the favorite uh, stand, uh, the Stanley Cup right now between um, the Avalanche and the Hurricanes. That's that's. It would be interesting to see the Canes in their first like you know Stanley Cup major you know, performance, but the avalanche haven't been there. in I don't know how long. Yeah. I personally, if it's not the lightning, I would like to see the, uh, the hurricanes go. I mean, I have cousins that have grew up in Charlotte and are big canes fans. So that's let's, what's up. let's see it. 
I'm all here for it. Lightning won it last year. I'm not gonna be greedy. But fuck that. We're gonna be greedy. You want to be? Greedy. You have you have every right to be greedy to try to repeat because we want the repeat. There is rumors that they're just like last year with Stammer coming back for a game. Uh, there's rumors that you might get a hundred percent. Nikita Kucherov. Back There's no shot. There's no shot. I don't know, man. Bro, he had a hip replacement. A hip replacement. And you know what? He or not hip. Okay, he didn't have hip replacement. He had hip surgery, but still. Yeah. There's no shot. If he does, he's a savage, which we all know he's a savage. But I'm just saying. That's nuts. If Cooch comes back and plays, take like take give me give me all the money on the lightning going all the way. Thank you. But, but if he plays, which I doubt he will, if he plays, he's not human. He's not. No, human. he's not human. No, he's not. He is not human. No, he's more than a man. If he does that, um, serious. That that's basically my favorite odds right there. I like it. If that's that's it. If like if Cooch says I'm back for playoffs. Um, it it doesn't matter. It's gonna run through the lightning. Cue thunderstruck. Period. Period. Let's go. Cue up thunderstruck. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'm gonna start watching it this week, which honestly, primarily is what I do with hockey. Beginning of the season, I watch few first couple games, and then I usually lose myself in the middle of the season because I'm watching basketball primarily. Yeah, three three days, and then I catch up of the year, and I always watch the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup, listen, playoff hockey is, in my opinion, very similar to playoff basketball. The level of play just goes up tremendously. Uh, playoffs will begin May 22nd. Beautiful fucking time. That's beautiful. Yeah. They're definitely not next week. Liar. It's about two weeks. What the fuck? Boo this man. No, I'm kidding. Um, in other sports news, by the way, <laughs> in case anybody is noticing, he who shall not be named is actually not with us this evening. He had a prior engagement he had to attend to. But he did send us something in one of our group chats. Uh, Juventus is in danger of now being kicked out of Syria ah, because they are refusing to drop the ESL. Along with Barcelona and Real Madrid, so I also got the follow-up notification via Twitter that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has said that he is uh, leaving Juventus this summer. Well, no shit. If they're not in Syria, <laughs> uh, why would he stay so, there? So they're they're, they're they, well, they went on public. They went public and saying that we're not we're not dropping the uh, the league. Cute Leonardo DiCaprio meme. I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah. Oh I'm wow. So I'm they, so they took a stance and they said that they they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to leave after all this shit went down. See, do you know what's hilarious is, do you know why they're not going to quit? Why? Super League? Why not? Juventus is not going to quit on the Super League because Barcelona and Real Madrid are not going to drop it either, apparently. Right? Jaime? I, I'm trying to see because, well... The article, the article that you know who sent me. Yeah. Why would that? Why would Spain drop it? Right, that boy. But Spain it, won't drop them. It's not Spain. It, that that's the problem. Spain's not Spain's not dropping it. Because that's Madrid, money that's coming to them. Real yeah. Madrid and Barca are not dropping it. And guess what? La Liga cannot afford to do what Syria A does and kick their two not. most popular cl- oh, wow. they got clubs the out of La Liga. You can't. Yeah. It's impossible. It's they've they they've they've got La Liga in a in a in a nut hole right now. Like they really can't do anything. 
Syria A can kick Juventus out, then Juventus can just go say, fine, we'll just do, take our money elsewhere. This is this is this is gonna ruin European soccer. It's gonna it's gonna ruin can they leave Syria and rejoin by starting at the bottom again? I I, or are they just expelled from Italian soccer? They're expelled from all Italian soccer. Is that what it is? They they have to be, yeah. So they can't can't, they can't play Syria uh, nothing. 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 So so in South America there's just it's a similar tactic that uh, even my team used before um when you have issues with your um federation you start saying stuff like oh for example in my case with my team oh well next season we might go play in colombia for a season now what does that mean that means um if colombia federation says okay we'll allow it but if you become champion that does not count also your spots for international coming bowl tournaments does not go towards you. Pretty much what the team is doing is saying, we don't want to play in this league, but we still want to be active. And instead of doing like a glorified friendly every now and then, we, we they get to play, you know, in a, in a, in a different league, in Columbia League. Now, um, your home country loses a good team. Your fans don't get to see your team play. Uh, and obviously, you, you your team inquires more money by, you know, pulling that move. Now, that's a move that nobody has fully committed to. They've all pulled, they all pulled the card. And once, once, you know, once you see it going down, they, they back out and they go, okay, well, we'll stay. But these teams, I think they have a lot of money. I just, I just don't see how Juventus will be like, no, we, we need, they need the Serie A because where else are they going to go? Are they going to, they going to go to Spain and play in, 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 in their league? Probably, because <laughs> like, ooh, like I just don't. I, I, to, me, to, to me, I, I don't see it. I don't see it as a as a business view, as a fan, as everything. I, it just does not make sense to say that. Yeah, we're 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 gonna stay because it's a, it's the best option. Yeah, even to the f- fanship, it's yeah. Awesome. I, 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 I just don't see it. Fans, I don't see it. That's right. a stupid. That's a stupid move. If they if they're fully committed to that, that's a stupid move. Fully committed to what? Kicking Huli out? No, no, no. To stay, to stay in after everything that happened. To save face and be like, "Yeah, we're sorry. We made a mistake. We're not going to. We're not doing the Super League. We're business as usual. Back to the league. We'll see. They're they're but pressed for crazy. They're, they're pressed for time right now, so they don't yeah. really have a very long decision to make. Well, that's crazy. long time to make. If, it is if, crazy. If they still want to stay with that, that's uh, I don't know, man. That's some some backdoor money going in or something. There's no, no it's not backdoor money. It's just they have to. How much? You know how much money they're gonna lose because you don't do Champions League no more. You don't do oh. nothing. Who wants to play with you now? What what big player is gonna be like? Sure, I'll play for a Renegade League. That's the question, right? They what just is, ruined the club. Where does Juventus go? That, yeah. That's that's basically, and that's a big team too. That's a humongous big team. team. Regardless of whatever happened, that's that's a historical big team. Milan, Mil- AC Milan, and Juventus are basically the Barcelona and Real Madrid of Italy. Like those are the clubs. Yeah, like and you have Ro- Inter too Ro- being the. Um, yeah, Inter. Yeah, uh, is, uh, Inter is yeah. big. Roma is really big too. But no, it's. AC Milan, oh yeah, of course, and Juventus are the two yeah. biggest ones by yeah. far. So, uh, listen, I it, it's it's sad to see, and I feel bad for diehard Juve fans. But you know what? And I honestly, I feel bad for diehard Real Madrid and Barker fans too. 
Yeah, I, that's, I, that's I, the team, man, because they'll follow the team everywhere. But that's financially, that's that's a bad move. It's just it's so funny because this is like this is gonna make Juventus like we are talking about right now. Make the decision: Are you going to save face, apologize, you know, take whatever yeah, fines they're gonna give you and yeah. just do it, or are you gonna actually endanger sinking this club into the ground? Right. Mm-hmm. Who's next? No one's going to – there is no one next because, okay, let's just say Hoovy saves face, right? Let's say Hoovy comes around and does what we all want them to do and saves face. Says, all right, we're out. We can't do this. We're sorry. We're going to take, take our Syria off spot, tuck our, tween, in, take our, tuck our tail in between our legs and go home. Right. And sell Ronaldo while you can. So, Bar, right? So, now it's just Barca and Real Madrid, right? Uh, yeah. They're the only two ones left. Yeah. Again, I come circle back to what I said previously. There is no shot La Liga kicks them out. It does not happen. Yeah, I don't see La Liga kicking them it, out. It does not happen. There's I no, see Serie A kicking Juventus out. Yeah. So do I. But it's not. You can't. Yeah. Not yeah. even like a bluff. Like, like you tell me, like, what you is, guys are. You what guys is Bark and Real going to do? Play with each other? Yeah. You know, they, honestly, I, I, think, I think they, if they're really. Want to go to that point? They can actually do a glorified, friendly U.S. tour or around the fucking be like the fucking. Yeah, they already do that, dude. They could do. They they. They're gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to do something. What are they gonna just not play? They can do do something. They can do the match, just like we see it in golf every year, where it's Hoovy versus uh, Barcelona versus international. What was it called? IEC or something? Yeah, the international. It's the international. God, something. I, I go to it every competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they and listen, and they and they play each other every year too. Like obviously so, in, yeah, in La so Liga play and UEFA Champions League. That's your just, Super League. But I'm saying that's your Super League. That's your yeah. That's your Super League. Have fun. Get this the is the greatest rivalry in soccer, right? So let's see it every year. And you want to charge a great mo- a, lo- a shitload of money for it? Great, because no one's gonna watch it because it's yeah. the same fucking idea you had. You know, whenever they get this thing off the ground, if they ever do, and. And you can lose all your money and go fuck yourself. Listen, man. The only way you catch me being a big supporter of the Super League if they actually built the Champions League stadium. No, and, uh, before the games, if they build. No, it. no, I am not about the Super League in any way whatsoever. Oh no, no, no that's not gonna happen. But no. you know, you, you know, you see that stadium though when the when the game starts, bro. Honestly, if you want to do a continental tournament international tournament whatever and call it the world soccer league or whatever yeah you can do whatever you want but it's not gonna work that's fine you add something else to the schedule wherever you can find room because you can't right yeah just don't fuck up your locally but to say we're not gonna pl- that's the whole problem with this whole shit is we're saying we're not gonna play in barclays anymore we're not gonna play in city we're not gonna play that's in just La Liga that, anymore. that's stupid that's just dumb it's not gonna happen it's never gonna happen really not. it's dead it's uh, dead in the water just Juve needs to figure it the fuck out or fuck around and find out. Juventus needs to pull their heads out of their asses <clears throat> immediately. Let's fry some bigger fish, shall we? Who has the munchies? Bro, stop making me hungry. I'm actually quite hungry. <laughs> Who has the munchies? I am I'm quite hungry. So, actually. So me and TV, we talked about this a little bit um earlier. In the show, um, about the East Team branch, I'm Team Blue Cheese. What are you, Matt? What? 
Team Branch, Team Blue Cheese. I'm a man. I don't need to dip my. Um, wow. Wings in anything. So my boy are you really gonna eight. Are you really gonna take that route and say hey. I don't dip my wings in anything? Hey, Is that let's... really what you're gonna say? Yes. You're gonna tell me in your Triple entire K. life you have never no, dipped your chicken wing no, in anything. Okay. It. Right, so let's be so again. The question is ranch or blue cheese. Okay, Parker. okay, answer the damn question. Okay, he's team naked. He's team naked. Shut up. Um, I I love not dipping them for the reasons why because I like enjoying the flavor and I really think I like the charcoal. That, you like the charcoal? <laughs> no, no. If you're if you're a, a true wing connoisseur, Espro is correct. You should have yeah. some wings without. Right, right, anything on that. them to yeah. enjoy them as if you're really enjoying them. Because drowning it with either dressing just yeah, it ruins a lot of that flavor with one hundred percent. And it's not and to answer your question, I have had both before. If I had to make a preference with something, it would ideally be ranch. My man. Um and my man. And, and I'm called a child. For my palette. Shut up, Jaime. No one asked you. Jaime, but I like, I don't like dressing blue cheese. I like real blue cheese. I can't. Like pieces of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I can't do blue cheese crumbles hot. Like, you know, they're hot. I can't do it. I don't like it. I'll do them cold. I'll eat them. I'll eat them bitches all day cold. You know why? See, I like it hot. I I don't like it hot. I don't know why. I don't like the texture. Melted blue cheese is what's up. I don't like blue cheese. No, I mean like this is how we're different people. You like yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. I, just, I don't know why. I, I love like blue cheese. I love blue cheese. Don't get me wrong. I'll eat that bitch all day, but I can't do it hot. Like now, that. you bake some fucking blue cheese on some oven wings. We're fucking in business, baby. Oh, you sound like that. Yeah, but I just like like like, like <laughs> That's hot. What's like up. yeah, yeah, like hot, like you know, put some crumbles on and they get a little bit melty. Yeah, I don't know. I prefer it cold, but yeah, I still eat it. Don't get me wrong. Um, They're fucking gross. So maybe I like my mold. Take your moldy cheese elsewhere. We do want to give huge props to uh, the following on the podcast Facebook. Yes, uh, the uh, Esbro TV podcast, the the Foot Clan, the Foot Clan of the Esbro TV podcast. So you're officially Shredder. That's who you are. (laughs) Hey, I got my goons. Shredder. I'm gonna have my goons with me. (laughs) I bet you do. I bet you do. So yeah, there was a quite a debate in the. In I think the that's chat the, out of all the food, right? That's the most. Um, that was the most heated debate by yeah. far. Which you yeah, knew, right? Listen, that's you knew up, you knew it was going to be. It's, a, a, it's nerve, a very boy. controversial topic. And we I know, hit a nerve. I know I'm going to catch <laughs> a lot of flack for this, but I don't care. I'm sorry. I do not like blue cheese. It grosses me out. I don't like. You it. don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. Anywhere near my food, I don't like okay. it. Point blank, period. I just mm-hmm. don't. Sorry. Are you you like French cheese though, right? What you like French cheese though, right? I do. I'm not. Wrong. I don't have anything wrong with sharp cheeses. It's the yeah. moldy cheese where you get me, and it's not even the moldy okay, but cheese. Like, there's other moldy cheeses that there are. are not as common as blue cheese. There are, and I still don't like them. Here's listen, okay. I, yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to pull out of you. That's I am. I'm, I'm the kind of guy where I will try to any food once. If you mm-hmm. give it to me outside of you know a, an animal's genitalia, I will most likely say yes and I'll eat it. And I've ate some weird shit before. Right on. But. I never liked it. I don't like the taste. I don't like the texture. I don't like the smell. No. Blue cheese stuffed olives. No. If you had, if you you asked me, like, here are the spiciest, like, I'm on hot ones. Here are the spiciest wings you've ever had in your life. You can dip them in blue cheese and blue cheese only. You can dip them in nothing. I'm dipping them in nothing. And I'm crying through the entire segment. 
Be a man. If you go to the bathroom in public, leave the be door man. open. Be, be a man. man. <laughs> that's my fi- that's my favorite one. Now, the guy's great. TV. Um, I do understand where you make your stance, and I know people who just can't do blue cheese. Can't do it. I get that. Um, where Jaime is on the right side once again um (laughs) Mm -hmm. history and by people who stand by their wings are the people of buffalo Mm -hmm. in your empire state this is true and they stand by that it's blue cheese that's also true so from the historical context i told him earlier makes people more superior i I thought by context I told Jaime earlier, one of my favorite podcast segments of all time is Joey Diaz losing his mind on the the Joe Rogan podcast talking about blue cheese. And I quote, it's blue cheese on chicken wings or it's fuck your mother. Like, (laughs) it is, just go watch it. It's great. I'm sure we have a lot of- That probably has to be absolutely serious. Dude, it's so goddamn funny. If you ever need a really, really, like, quick laugh, just look look up Joey Diaz content. He's Hot one. Joey Diaz on Hot Ones. Uncle Joey's- His own bottle of blue cheese on the show. He busts that shit out. Uncle Uncle Joey's legend. That's great. He busted That's out. He, great. he busted out. He's like, yo, listen. He's like, there's, there's levels to this shit. What a plug. He just bust out a blue. He says, I want it chunky. I want all the pubic hair in it. I want that the best blue cheese right there. He just bust out a bottle and be like, yo, <laughs> there's levels to this pubic shit. Pubic hair. I love really? Joey. I yeah. love he said, Joey. He said he, he said he he said he likes the chunkiest blue cheese. He says, like, I want the pubic hair in it. I want everything in it. <laughs> wow. The God, hot he's ones. He's so good. The hot ones. He's so funny on that one. That's a bad. whole fucking bottle, not a pack. No, a bottle of blue cheese just laid on the table and be like, let's do this. <laughs> I love it. Was it I, I, I only thought the milk was allowed on hot ones. The other the other oh. best one is him talking about him going to get COVID tested. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh it's so funny. Yeah. Jaime. Um do you have anything more exotic other than blue cheese that you prefer on your wings? Uh, if I do ranch, I'm mixing up with some Texas Pete because we run the streets. So like a spicier ranch. Yeah, just about. Yeah. I, 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 now, now I've seen people put mayonnaise and shit. I can't do that. No, no fancy sauce on wings. No fancy sauce on wings. No fancy sauce on wings. We're not children. Yeah, I can't. I wait, can't wait, 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 wait. You only have it hot. Is that what you guys are telling me? You guys what? do like barbecue. Oh no, no, oh, I, I do all the sauces, yeah. but I can't do like man. Oh, sauces on wing. You mean like tossing the sauce in wings? Yeah. Tossing the wings in the sauce, whatever. I do all yeah, I do dyslexia. all sauces. I do all sauces. Um, I'm having a stroke. Yeah, I do no. all sauces. Give me everything. Give me the sweet teriyaki. Give yeah, me, habaneros, all that. Yeah, buffalo. Give me the, the one the local bar by me, they do a really good honey garlic on What would wings. you think would be delicious? The exotic to have. What's like exotic? Example. Um, this this became a trend. I swear it became a trend after my uh, bar was doing it. But we did peanut butter and jelly wings. Oh, I heard of that. I heard of that. No, I heard yeah. of that. I those, heard of that. I, that, thing, that sounds good. That sounds good. Not gonna it lie. Sounds fire. Oh no, dude, they were fire. Yeah, they that's, were fire. that's that sweet. That's peanut that sweet. butter and jelly. Salt. Yeah, man. Salt. Oh, dude, it was good. Think about chicken and waffles. Mm. 
same, same, same textures. Like, so sweet, soft. TV, how much do you like Thai food, baby? Love Thai food. Oof, so you like no, peanut no, 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 sauce? No, no, no. Love peanut sauce. Love it. Don't get I'm me cool. wrong. I I'm like jelly it. on that baby. Okay. Well, See, maybe. but that's the thing. What about a sriracha jelly? I did say I try anything once, bro. Don't you bring, don't you bring no chili jam anywhere near me, okay? <laughs> chili jam's delicious. You better keep that damn chili jam away mm. from me, or I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna have Uncle Roger take that orange shirt away from you. Bacon jam. No, sir. Yes. No, sir. So weak. How, really? I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I'll to me I'll listen, I said it earlier, I tried anything once, you know. Oh, and I well. do with sauces I, on wings, I can't go wrong with a classic hot buffalo wing. Can't oh, go yeah. wrong with yeah. the barbecue wings are also fantastic. I mean, who do you know that's putting mayo on wings? I forgot who the fuck it was. This is one of these Spanish people, man. I don't know who what? the fuck it was. Bro. Yeah. They, yo, I, 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 oh yeah, for real. They were like they were like, Yeah, man, I uh I, I made some wings last night. And I, I have, you know, just, and I dipped them in uh, some mayonnaise and some other shit. I was like, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, I swear he said something like lemon, lemon mayonnaise and like something else. I was like, so you, you actually get like a jar of fucking mayonnaise and Yo. you dip your fucking wing on it. He's like, yeah, it's so good. I was like, you lost me there. So actually, well, I, you, Jaime just made me remember one of the all time uh, wing goats, lemon pepper wings. Oh, yeah. See, this is where I get shot. You don't like lemon pepper? It's not Bro, my favorite. I will punch. But you eat it. But you'll eat it. Yeah, I'll eat it. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, hey, hey. It's, it's better than saying not my favorite and I've flat out refused. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, the it only just, option at the party for wings. It's just I'm, like Esther saying, like, he'll watch Attack on Titan. It's not his favorite anime, but he'll watch it. Yeah, he'll you, well, I'm there. He's going to watch it. He's going to engage. We're gonna have episode discussions. We're gonna we're gonna go into depth. We're gonna talk shit about TV. We already do this, man. No, I'm good. Hi, mate. We out here, bro. (laughs) We do this. We do. I don't know what he's been doing for the past twenty episodes. Watching watching One Piece, bro. Every single episode. (laughs) Every single now. Every single time I may comes on this podcast, it's like it's it's on the first episode all over again. It's just like a whole new guy. (laughs) Just like reset button. Been hit. Hey guys, I'm gonna teach you about this new anime called Tech on Titan. You probably never heard of it. <laughs> How many days without a Jaime accident reset back to zero? Wow, literally. <laughs> wow. Well, while the iron is hot, settle the debate for us then, both of y'all. Germs or flats? Drums. Flats. Yeah. I mean, why the- Qualities you get a little bit more meat on the drums, but the that's not always true. You you well yeah that's not always true. true. Yeah, that's not. It depends on the butcher, I guess. Here's the thing, I I don't want to choose. I like both. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a wing. Yeah, I, I do like. too, bro. I, I'm not, right, I've never, I I've never met chicken, I've never met chicken wing that I didn't want to get acquainted with. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Exactly. I'm not. You don't, don't make me to choose, but you want me to choose drumstick. Just you know, I listen, think so. drumsticks Part are easier. To, that's the only, my only reason they're easier to eat. I mean, my only Question. reason. Answer. Question. Answer. Is it flats or flaps? Flat. I, th- I call it T. Flat. I call it flat with a T. But it's it was it's the legit wing where they flap. Flat. Oh flap? Yeah, all flappers, but I call it flat. You worked in a kitchen. You've ever heard a chef call a flat a flap before? I this is why I'm asking the question. This has been a debate in the in a kitchen. I've several n- times never heard them refer to anything other than flats or wings. 
I'm just trying to put the logic in all of it. You know I, what I mean? I, I, listen, it's the I, legit only part that is a wing. The other part is a leg. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, That's what we, a drum yeah. would be. It's a leg. Yeah, but we so call the other wings. part is the physical you know fucking wing. You know what's funny is that I've seen people that have like gone to restaurants and like ordered like, can I just have wings? And they're like, uh, yeah, we have wings on the menu. Like, no, but I just want the wings. And they're like, yeah, they're like the person working, de- the person who's working doesn't understand. And they're like, I don't want the legs. I just want the wings. Two drums and flats. I've always heard them call us flats. But that's okay. maybe, listen, maybe that's just me. All right, so uh, Pokemon Snap dropped um, over the weekend. Um, I believe it dropped on April 30th. Uh, I could be wrong. Let me check real quick. Pokemon Snapchat. Have you got a chance to play it yeah. yet there? April Esther, 30th. Uh, no. Um, because you you know why. <laughs> if you got a long list of games to play. And then you're just disappointed. This. And they're just disappointed. Unless That's of true. course unless of course somebody buys me this for my birthday, then I just really wouldn't have any choice. <laughs> <laughs> I believe oh, a switch. Look. I do not. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get one. You should get one. So I want the to get game, one, honestly. Game drops. Uh, for Switch, long-awaited sequel from the original game that dropped with Gen uh, 1 uh, with Red, Blue, and Yellow. Um, new Pokemon Snap pretty much interfaces the majority of the Pokemon franchise with new species and new interaction and new ways to take photos of them, just like the original. Uh, Metacritic scored it 80 out of 100 and uh, GameSpot gave it out 8 out of 10, same as IGN. Nintendo Life gave it 8 stars out of 10. I mean, it scored pretty decent from what it was. It outscored its successor, or I'm sorry, its predecessor. Um, it, for being a long-awaited sequel from a vintage feel of a game, it actually did a lot better. And... When you have a cause and effect like this, especially with the vintage game and 25 years of fanship, yeah, you're going to want to experience this on the maximum level, especially on the interaction from to go to your actual home station with the Switch. The best part about this is the actual fucking graphics that were taken into detail, especially with the visuals. This has shat all over the other core series games of Pokemon Sword and Shield. So when you look at a game that is argued 20 plus years in the making of a sequel, and they weren't making it for 20 years, it's just like it was a long-awaited process on how to make it better. But you can't say it's a remake because it's a brand new hash of the game, but when the side games of a franchise are doing better than the core series games. What, like what, where is your franchise at this state? I mean, put it this way. You have super Mario and their core games are, you know, really adventurous galaxy, um, odyssey, the new super, uh, new super Mario brothers that were for like the three DS when those dropped, you know, fairly adventurous Mario games. Um, they're also pretty simple, except for, you know, a lot of the task for completionists. Um, but 
it's almost like a lot of the side games are a little bit more interesting for interaction with players, especially the multiplayer level where you insert Mario Party and definitely Mario Kart. People fucking love Mario Kart. Where I could argue the same tooth and nail thing with Pokemon is just Pokemon Snap has more interface, interactive players, especially with all age groups all over the world, probably more than the core series games right now, because obviously um, the games are still for Nintendo-based systems only, and you can play uh, Pokemon Go on any phone device. And people are unhappy with the core series. I mean, like, is is this a problem? Or have you guys ever interacted with this with any other franchise before? Here's my thing. And mm-hmm. we talked about this a lot when we did the Nerds uh, collaboration on the Pokemon anniversary. The thing with Pokemon is, is they are gearing it towards little kids, right? Mm-hmm. That has always been their demographic. Mm-hmm. They are continuing to go down that route. I think a game like Pokemon Snap is a good way to pull different people in because a lot of people don't, like you said, don't play the core games on you know a traditional handheld system like back in the day. Mm-hmm. They don't. Kids, a lot of kids nowadays, shit, they're on PC Master Race. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? At me. Right. So, <laughs> kids. It's, uh, listen, I think Pokemon's got to do, I, I think we, we talked about this on the show before. A Pokemon Stadium game is a great, great, great idea. Like something, if you want to put like an instant, you know, injection of, uh, you know, hype into the community and into the brand, you do something like that because that's not like we were talking about with the multiplayer aspect of it too, right? Is Pokemon Snap multiplayer? Nope. Pokemon Stadium, whatever, 2022, 2023, whatever it is. Let everybody bring their Pokedex or whatever, you know, from any other, you know, from the core series or from Pokemon Go or from what's the, uh, the Pokemon archive so that you guys use. What I'm trying to help you with is uh, Pokemon Home. Pokemon Home. There we go. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like the, the potential with Pokemon Home was to be the next generation system to um, interact Pokemon from multiple games. Right now, you can only do that with Sword and Shield and um, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Now, you do have to be wise on the restrictions on where you bring them from and what games allow certain moves. And of course, you know, what generation you're using. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, example, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee can only use Gen 1 and partially Alolan Pokemon versus Sword and Shield can only use at least 600 plus of the 800 plus in uh, the entire species. Like not all the species are being used. So the potential for home, especially because now it's accessible via PC and your phone. Okay. It's basically the future on how all connection for all your Pokemon games are going to be for the future. Yeah. Now with your, as like you see the cause and effect of, you know, how Pokemon snap, is a vintage feel with a game that Mm -hmm. is doing well on a new system. Right. Mm -hmm. And you want something like the 3d aspect of what stadium was, right? Correct. 
where there's more push and pull of favoritism of games that were on GameCube, okay, like I really think the next tackling part here's the here's how a core series are are gonna go. So Nintendo announced that they have the pro series of their Switch dropping this holiday. Okay. Okay. Faster running, more space. Yeah. All that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're probably going to get a bigger chance of the wider library and the inevitability where the rumors for the Nintendo on the wall are saying 64 catalog and GameCube catalog. Okay. Yeah. What's the price when he's on this? I don't know, man. Oh, it's going to be more, more than the current? Yeah, yeah, it has I would, to be. I would, I would say it would be between the three to three fifty range. It seems okay. like they're, they're following the same blueprint. It's, the yeah. same blueprint, Sony and Microsoft did to release the Xbox One, and the PS4, yeah. and then two okay. years later you release, you release the Pro Edition of it. You know, the the Elite Edition, whatever it is. It's you know faster running, more gigabytes, more. It's uh, still going to run um, cheaper than the obviously the competing brands. Yeah, like just to you know be the more um, frugal thing to invest in the best part about pokemon snap all things considered is that nintendo and the pokemon company have highly encouraged players to share their artwork of active photos they take in this game right gentlemen we have now done the birth of the great pokemon meme era Oh, yeah. And it starts with this game. Oh, yeah. We are going to have some of the best Pokemon memes come from this game. It is a great time to be alive. What a time. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Sure. What What if Nintendo does a Grand Theft Auto Pokemon World kind of thing where you have Pokemon Go, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, all in one big, huge, um, you know, open world type thing. Is that possible? That is such a good idea, Jaime, and they will never do it. Wow. Well, what they're trying to do... That is an excellent idea, though. So, as I've stated in... Actually, I never got to report this on the pod officially. No, we did a small summary report. Um so when Pokemon Day dropped, they announced the trailers for games that are, you know, for the next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was the new Pokemon Snap, the um, re re release slash uh, remakes of Gen Four with um, Diamond and Pearl, and then they teased a. Um, pre-series game with Legends Arceus, which pretty much talks about ancient culture Japan and how it looked in Pokemon. And they showed... It looked very beta, okay? But I really think it was still in testing from what it looked like in the open world. But it was very vintage Japan, very historical Japan. Um, I see some of the incomplete pieces on what was done in Sword and Shield, but um, they're basically taking one of the old games and they're like showing how classic it would be. So, um, 
It's it's gonna be something like that. Now you want oh, okay. the vulgar. No, no, no. No, no. no. He, no, he, want, open no. World. He's open saying, world. He's saying he's saying an open world concept game, right? Yeah, we're we're talking like here's how crazy like, it like, is. Like Pokemon World and you go and you can go Yeah, do to, a bunch yeah. of things. You could go snap, you can Take go pictures, fight, walk. Right. Uh, if you, if you want to go pick up nurse, you know the uh, what's her name? Nurse Joy, Officer Joy. Uh, yeah, one of yeah one of the joys. You know, you know hey, hey buddy, you, you do you. There's one in every town. There you go. You see, <laughs> you collect them all. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea that they will never do. Yeah, Jaime wants to collect Nurse Joy badges. No, I'm not, I do. No, but do you, do you get what he's saying? Like a I do. No, I first do. like a. 3D, a 3D third-person open-world yeah. RPG where you are and a Pokemon trainer world. in the Pokemon world. You have a little, you have a little apartment. Give them a whole lot of. That's a great idea that they will never do. You can have your Pokemon follow you around and shit and all that. Yeah. Bro, is that is that not true or not? That is, is that is, you're talking about so many different concepts from other games that they that a they don't have enough in development to make it that realistic. Okay. Hire Rockstar. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, hire Rockstar. It's it's not in their budget. Nintendo likes to be cheap. That's that's the worst part about it. But they yeah. like money. They love money. So they, <laughs> they, they love money. money. They just hate spending it. Yep. Hey, man. Yeah. Listen. You let me know when you're done through that list and you pick up Pokemon Snap and we will play the shit out of that. Listen, it's a simple it's a simple game. I'm sure they're gonna do great numbers on it. I just I think like what you said, it doesn't seem like they have a direction in where they're taking this franchise. And it's you know, you've just celebrated your twenty fifth anniversary. Like I mean the where are we people, going? The amount of people be damned who says like well, I'm not playing the Diamond and Pro remake because they didn't make it look like Sword and Shield. It's like, you motherfuckers, you better be happy they didn't make it like Sword and Shield because you were bitching on how much they butchered Sword and Shield. They're trying to give you that classic feel of what Diamond and Pearl felt like. Right. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Well, now I don't want to. <laughs> God. Man. People never make people happy. No, dude. It sucks. You can't. It's impossible. Impossible, my friend. Let's talk about some other breaking news that happened today. What's that? Um, oh, yeah. Who's hype for the uh, Venom sequel? Me. I am. That shit looked dope. It mm-hmm. looked so good. I mean, listen. But didn't that small tidbit? Didn't I mention it just last week or not too long ago that like you know this movie was going to drop soon and then you're going to see some sort of uh, pop up with uh, Tom Bush. Holland coming at the end of this movie? You did, yeah. I didn't see hey, Tom Holland though. Did, no, but did you see the reference of Spider Man that they had in mm-hmm. the trailer? Yep. The little spider when he's talking about there's no saviors here and he just mm-hmm. pushes it. That, that's yep. the. I was the. It was it was funny. It was listen, I'm looking forward to it. Do you want me to eat Mrs. Chang? <laughs> no, he's not eating Mrs. Chang. He sound, Venom sounds like he Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you can actually understand him. <laughs> that or Cookie Monster. That or Cookie Monster. 
and he's like out of college and he's all like pissed off now. God, Woody, Woody, Woody Harrelson as Carnage is such good casting. You know what was fucking crazy as I'm like watching this today? It made me want to go back and watch Natural Born Killers. <laughs> yeah. With him in it. And yeah. it's just like that there's nothing else that I know that he's played in where he's been like this ruthless or this brutal, No, you know? No. And it's just like, you're, you're going to see just full villain mode of just absolute pure hatred. And you know, the, the, the way you expect carnage to be. Listen, okay. You love it. When you see a good actor get, cast it as a comic book villain like you yeah. love it because it's something they can really like i'm not, not like obviously we want to talk about like the the acting chops it takes to be in a super villain in a superhero movie nowadays it's a little bit different comic book movies have become you know serious business for the most part but dude yeah oh man i mean the funniest part that i loved about the trailer is um venom making breakfast for eddie yeah so funny <laughs> not stop lost everything at him <laughs> you want ketchup <laughs> you want ketchup what and he blows it up in his <laughs> so good oh man um so like I have every intention of this movie to like, you know, tease the good parts of it and market a good aspect of it and then just completely disappoint in the theaters. No. Um what you like the first one? That was See, good. your hesitation means everything to me. Yeah, right. No, is it a Marvel movie? No. Is like it, like is a strong word. Do I, I appreciate what they wanted to do? Yeah. I like the could've character. Yeah, could have been better. I like the character they developed. I say, yeah. say it all the time. A redeeming quality since we came a long way since the Eric Foreman Venom. That, that's, that. but, yes. but that's But that's what I'm saying. It's not, that was not an Eric Foreman Venom. Yes, it was. No, it was. <laughs> no, it no the first the first Venom we had. The, 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 no, the first Spider-Man Venom we had. No, the first Venom. Spider-Man first Spider-Man. Venom we had was Eric Foreman. I'm aware of this. What I'm saying is, is I don't think Tom Hardy's first performance as Venom was quite that bad. It was good. The no, movie was not great. The movie itself was not great. The character was fantastic. He also, was another great. person who's been a DC and a Marvel uh, character now. Who? Tom Hardy? Yeah. Who was he? Oh my fucking god, TV. Bane. Oh, Venom. That's right. That's right. There's no drugs here, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always forget that. Bro, that look that that is not Tom Hardy. I'm convinced. That is not that dude looks nothing like him. What? How Bane looks in uh, oh my god, bro! Nolan? He, he made yeah. himself look like a different person. Yeah, he did. That's that's a fucking fact. Yeah, it is. Um, what were we talking about? Venom. Oh, no, he wasn't a. Listen, he doesn't make a bad Eddie Brock either. No. Okay. He really I like this character. But the way how they're portraying, the way how they're introducing the relationship how they're going to introduce the relationship between Peter and Eddie 
is going to be completely different from how it was written in the comics. Yeah. Well, Venom's anti-hero. Remember that? Yes. He was never a villain. He was never a villain. Never starts as the as um, the anti-hero. He was. He was never a villain. He didn't want to rule the world. He just Eddie Brock didn't like Peter Parker. And then see, like if we get listen, if we get a Night King fucking comic film, okay, and it's you know Venom going against Night King, then that's what's up. I'm for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gear me up for that because, you know, Carnage goes after trying to kill Venom and Peter at the same time. So, yeah, we, he's I, we better see Spider Man in this. So, you know, no, we have Morbius. He's connected in that same universe. I keep forgetting that movie's coming out. Morbius still. is the entire Marvel universe, though. No, but more, well, this one in this case. Oh, right, right, right. Sony is making it, so they're connecting it with this universe. Really? With the Venom. I forgot about that. That's why I didn't see. That's why um promos. What's his name? Um, Jared Leto. No, the uh, the Vulture. He he appeared at the end or the for Morbius in Morbius trailer when he's in jail. Did he? Yeah. For Marvel. I forgot about that, dude. He showed up there, so they're connected. It's going to be interesting. I just don't know how they're going to incorporate Peter Parker, but uh, eventually he's showing up at some point. Give me more Spider-Verse in the most Sinister MCU. Six, baby. Sinister Six, baby. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Are we going to get... We're going to get this Venom flag before we get the next Spider-Man, so... Do you hey. think there's going to be a Venom in the next Spider-Man? Cameo. Oh. Yeah, maybe a cameo. Because like you said, super dope. You see him like, scene. yeah, you see like Venom swinging around in New York and be like, hey man, get your own hood, get your own neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Make it like sound that. so fucking PG, Jaime. Do I work at Disney? No, I work at DC. That explains a lot. <laughs> wow. El Capitan Ecuador. You working at DC is like you trying to be a, you trying to be a lawyer. Wow. <laughs> did, you, I mean, did you listen to last week's I did, episode? I did, I did. I was laughing. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's oh man! Fantastic. Oh, all right. So we haven't done this in a while because you know we've been doing a lot in the show. You know, different directions, um, collab projects, all that jazz. Uh, we haven't spoken about mental health in a while, and we should with. Um, May, the month of May being Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, You know, the first thing that we're going to tell you in the more insightful reminder is that please at any point that if you yourself are going through the motions of active, mild depression, you just don't know what to say to people, please reach out reach out to someone, reach out to somebody professionally because re-establishing the pillars and the structure for your, you know, 
people that are supposed to be there for you is what matters. Okay. Especially when you go through fucking everything. I'm not really going to open this one part and make it about baseball when I say what's wrong with baseball to the show, but there was something interesting that popped up this week with um, the minor league season starting this week is that um, player in the San Francisco Giants system on their AAA roster, Drew Robinson, made the team after an active invite and started. Okay, and this man is playing with one eye, and that's because last year during the pandemic, like in the middle, smack dab in the middle, right after we closed everything, this man attempted suicide. He put a gun to his eye so that, you know, it would go straight to his brain and um, just go out the back of his head and kill him instantly that's not how um the bullet what's crazy about this story is that even the doctors cannot uh explain the science on how the bullet um exited from his uh left cheek when it entered his uh right eye socket but this man is lucky enough to be alive. And he said that his attempt of suicide pretty much gave him a more um, wider understanding about life and just trying to be better. Um, But it's just not even in sports, you know, because even the most manly of men that you see performing in these professional um, sports, mind you, all over, they still have either active or mild depression and it does affect them. And, you know, sometimes it's not even considered uh, manly to talk about your feelings or how you're feeling and how it's impacting you. And, you know, that's when you see matters like this happen and, you know, take a direction that nobody wants to see. Um, And it's not just in baseball, as I'm trying to reiterate. It happens in, you know, more physical contact sports, especially hockey and football. Um, I've known people in lacrosse who've had the same type of injury and it's affected their self-esteem because of how many head injuries they have. Like it, it's, it's almost not confusing, but a pondering, you know, concept. Is it worth being involved in these sports and being, you know, the long run or not just the long run, like the outmost goal to become a professional in this sport. And it doesn't matter how many relationships or just how bad you isolate yourself is it worth it with the what comes with some of the destruction? I mean, sure, you know, we can't say the same about some of the best, like, athletes that, you know, we've mentioned on podcasts like these before. Tom Brady, um, LeBron James, Nikita Kucherov. Like, people have their injuries, but do they, trauma them? do they traumatize them in any way like these people? We don't know that. We don't. But... It's just, 
we shouldn't be making examples out of people in sport and, you know, putting the spotlight on people like this saying like, look at this person. And it should be more of like, this person's trying to tell their story and say, I'm fortunate enough to be alive. And it's not no joke. Like this is a huge problem that we're not talking about. And it's almost like, nobody can talk about it because we're not, nobody's just as open about it. Everyone on this podcast has been open to another individual admitting when they've been down to the dumps and when, you know, they've let some critical events put them in a different state of mind. Everyone's got their battle scars and I haven't called you out necessarily you know, TV when, you know, you were in the motions of it, but you did tell me at one point where you admitted that you wish you did in your times where you were down. And I know I've done a little bit of the same. I reached out to you in times where I was just almost completely shattered. And I just never want you to feel like you don't have that um, casting that, you know what I mean. The same goes to you, Jaime. Oh yeah, yeah I appreciate you know, that. You know, I, you know me, buddy. I just I already went with you not that long ago, so I, I know the, I know the love's there. <laughs> Listen, I, that's the important thing. It's like what Espero said is you should not feel any type of humiliation or any type of bad feeling towards talking about your feelings and talking to the people you care about when you're feeling down in the dumps and you should not feel any kind of embarrassment or humiliation for saying I really am having some dark feelings a lot of the time I need to go see someone professionally because I need to get my head straight there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and you should go and see it and I think the Drew Robinson story is a great example of this is you know look how lucky this guy is. Most people do not survive, you know, point blank gunshots to the head. They don't. And he did. And he is doing his best to live his life. And now he is, he's starting on a minor league team, which is incredible, especially considering his injury. And, you know, I'm sure he wishes he had gone to talk, talk to somebody and listen, the quarantine and the pandemic affected a lot of people, you know, people locked in their homes. And, you know, I've talked to several people I'm very close to and being locked in your house by yourself. If you live alone for weeks and months on end is not healthy for anybody. And, you know, I just, you did, and you see in athletes. And I think what that says is it affects everybody. It's not just because somebody is a superstar athlete or a rock star or a, you know, a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that, that, you know, they don't feel down and that they don't have bad days and they're not days, they don't have days where they feel like, you know, they're just tired of it all. But that's the most important thing is just go and talk to somebody about it. You I know, agree. I agree. hundred percent. What's even worse is that even in the separation of generations, it's like some people don't want to understand it because, you know, older generations are saying like, well, you're just making another excuse. And it's like, did you realize that all of that built up or pent up 
emotion causes even something more drastic or traumatic down the lane. And, and it could be very well more, not just self-harming, but harming to others. If you just let that kook up, you know, we could always even be more severely impacting for more fucked up reasons. And that's probably why, you know, it, it should definitely be spoken about more, not just in the sports community, but just like people need to be there to listen, especially when like, you know, you have your friends to vent to, you know? Yep. It's always good. That's always good. It's nice to fall back to. Absolutely. Even in sports, it just almost feels like, you know, some of the manliest of men can feel inferior and mm-hmm. even, you know, worse than shit. Absolutely. This, it affects everybody differently just because you live in a, you know. This Drew Robinson story relates more to more people that I know. Yeah. Like, you know, one small example of TV. It's just like this dude, um, his parents split at a young age. And I know that's something that you had to bear through. Like that's something I've never known of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure people whose parents who split up almost have the same thoughts. And like, it's, it, I've seen it in movies. I've read it in books. Kids are the first ones that go like, is it my fault? Yeah. Some kids think like that. It's, it's a very normal response for a kid. It's just fucking crazy on how that could be the first domino. Yeah. To fall and set it off. Listen, everybody has their reasonings for not feeling a certain way. And, you know, like you said, the Drew Robinson story is very interesting when you read it. And it is perspective of somebody that was living their dream, had everything they could want and still felt, you know, bad enough and depressed enough to try to take their own life. You know, it's, there doesn't need to be an excuse for it, but if you're having those types of thoughts, you need to talk to somebody like, absolutely. You have to. Absolutely. But it's, doesn't, there's a plethora of different reasons why people have, you know, depression or, you know, suicidal thoughts. But, you know, I think an important part of mental health awareness week is our month is just really bringing awareness to it that everybody has mental health issues at times and it's completely normal to talk about it if you're not feeling right. Whether with a friend or if you're, you know, again, or professional. Absolutely. Absolutely. And definitely need to take those strives. At any given point, if you are still actively listening to the Yes Pro TV <laughs> podcast, and take us home TV and tell them where to find you. Well, well first of all, I want to uh, thank Yes Pro for p- putting me on the spot several times in the last like 20 minutes of the show. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I love giving passionate, de- uh, you know, personal details of my life out on this podcast. That's what I'm here for. But thank you for listening. Follow the Instagram at Pod. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at ETVPod. 
Send us more memes. Send us more yes. memes. Get if you have Pokemon Snap, please make some Pokemon Snap memes and just make, make more food debates. Make more food debates. What's the next food debate? Blue cheese one for some damn reason, but whatever. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Theo Vlas on Instagram. Uh, at T Vlas. Actually, I even know what my Twitter handle is, so never mind. Don't even follow me on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, hit up at Plurler Blood Prints for your all EDM and candy creations. That's P L U R L E R Blood Prints because I got beads in my veins. That's right, and you know, festival. I got beads in my veins. He said. Oh my That's, god. No, Perler Bar Prince, I am a satisfied customer. Definitely hit him up. I'm literally the Paul Wall of uh Yes. He's making grills. <laughs> Paul Wall. That's too funny. People's champ. For real. People's champ. So this is Estebro signing off on the Estebro TV podcast. Tune in next week where I'm officially a fucking year older. Hockey. <laughs>